0: rolling.
1: Yeah, we got twinsies up in here.
0: Man, I'm still like exhausted from last week. I feel I like we, uh, you know, we had a we had a pretty busy week last week, and then you guys left for TAC like, on Thursday, but yes. yeah. Jacob and I were on TV yeah, last yeah, week. We was on the TV. He yeah. rocked that mustache the whole
2: time. I didn't think he was going to show up with that. Yeah, I saw your post that you made, too, where I'm just like standing with my hands in my pockets. I don't do well on camera like <laughs> Dan, that. Dan, great.
0: Dan had the funniest. Bring uh, me your
2: children. Yeah. <laughs> Dan,
0: Dan had, uh, for context, so Jacob and I uh, were on TV because we partnered with Kentucky Fish and Wildlife on something. And we're doing this big giveaway next door at KY Gun Co. And there's a shot on the TV where everybody's standing there listening, waiting on the, like, everybody's looking at the, the news anchor, waiting on the <laughs> announcement of who won. And Jacob, I can't even do it because I'm laughing so hard. He's just straight faced looking at the camera <laughs> so, with that mustache.
2: <laughs> so, to clarify things, which it doesn't matter, when I looked, Towards John, all I saw was the back of your head, and I was like, "This feels really <laughs> awkward." Even though no one else, would it looked know. good on camera, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it did. <laughs>
0: but Jacob's just staring straight ahead. So Dan made this like pedophily video of Jacob <laughs> uh, making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Dan does. You know, that's why that's why we give it back to Dan so hard. People don't realize how yeah. much he gives to us because he's not that's he's true. not on here as yeah. much. Like he, he got he busted me wide open on uh, April Fool's Day and told everybody oh. that he did it because he thought it was so funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, anyways. Good. Curious, how is Tack? No, wait. I wanted to ask you first about your new bow. We'll, <laughs> we, we'll talk about these guys losing Welcome like 100 to arrows. The
2: club. Yeah,
1: I got a bow. I got a hand me down. So,
0: you got a pretty that's a sweet hand me down.
1: Yeah, it is a Matthew's Mission craze. Yeah, like yeah, at least
0: 35 people just cursed at you.
1: Yeah, so, um, neighbor, his. Grown son who lives down the street, but they're very close. um He knows that I'm into hunting and whatnot, and he came over one day last week and he was like, "Hey, do you want this meat grinder?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." And he was like, "Here, you can have it." And I was like, "Okay, this is you want? Sweet. No, I just want you to have it." And I was like, "Okay." And then we start talking, and he goes, "I also like I'm getting rid of everything." Oh, my tree stands. I have a bow. Are you interested in a bow? And I was like, maybe. And then he was like, I have all these other things. And I said, well, like, anyways, it was like super cheap, like super, super cheap, like less than a hundred dollars for this bow that he always keeps like in really good condition. And so I was like, yes, I, I would like this bow. So he brings it over. And when he brings it over, he also brings a 3D deer, a, the bow, a box target, Thing. Bag. I have a lot to learn is what what <laughs> we're getting to here. And then a whole box of like um antler, shed rattler things, yeah. like apparel, a rangefinder. And he was like, I just want someone. There was who a rangefinder was, in there's there. There's a range finder in there. Oh my gosh. He was like, I just want someone like I could give it to my friends. They all want this stuff, but I'd really like to give it to someone who's like new into hunting and would appreciate it. And I was like, What a guy <laughs> so you just
2: gotta go get arrows cut and you're ready to roll.
1: Oh, there was like Okay, obviously I need to learn a lot, but the things that go on the back of the arrow, the, Fletch. the fletchings, like there's some that, and there was some like broadheads in there. and then.
0: So he was doing <laughs> his own stuff, but I mean, you don't have to get into that. You can just take it over here to gunko and get it all set up for yeah. you. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah. For I so. tried
0: fletching, like doing my own stuff with the jig and all that, and it's just horrible. Oh, not worth the um, time. <laughs> It's <laughs> like to me, it's not worth the time to me because I mm-hmm. end up breaking them very quickly. <laughs> and so yeah. now I just end up doing <laughs> quick fletches when I do mine, and it's just like right in the boiling water and they're right on there it's awesome oh yeah
1: yeah i have no idea what you're talking about nah, But yeah so i'm gonna bring it in tomorrow and That's show cool. it to you guys yeah. have Sweet. you look at it and help me
0: speaking of not knowing what out. you're doing ah <laughs> uh, good mm. lead in <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> that hurts mm. tell me tell me more i've heard a little bit of this from Braden. uh he hung out and we uh hung out on the, my my deck. Uh, Everybody in the neighborhood thought I got a new truck, first of all, because mm. Braden parked at my, uh, my house while he was at TAC, and I said, nope, still driving the dad wagon. <laughs> the dad uh, wagon. But I talked <laughs> to him a little bit about it, but I'm interested to hear, well, everybody's wanting to hear how it went, so.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. I mean, we, so we met up with Dan Horgan from Black Rifle Coffee, and we're like, hey, we were supposed to meet somebody down here to shoot, and they ended up not being able to make it, and uh, we're just kind of chit-chatting, and he was like, just come shoot with us. I'm like really? And he's like, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we had
0: planned on doing that kind of like how he just casually invited us to a party in Vegas where <laughs> yeah. Tone Loke was performing. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, just come hang out with just, us." It's like, a good a true story for you. Didn't dude. hear that one. Yeah.
2: So, uh, we were planning to shoot the Black Rifle Coffee course. Um, they were shooting the Hoyt course. So, we go through registration. The, uh,
0: real quick. There's a decent portion of the audience has no idea what you're talking about. Frame up what what do you mean? TAC
2: is oh TAC. So total archery challenge is a 3D archery competition for fun. There's some um, you can win a truck on this prize shot, and there's some other stuff going on. You do keep score if you want to, kind of thing. So it's but it's laid back, really fun. They do nine
0: events. Yeah, it's like nine or ten a year somewhere.
2: somewhere right? Yeah, and kind of all over the country. There's one. The one we went to is in Belvedere, Tennessee um you know there's one in michigan pennsylvania salt lake city colorado,
0: colorado. a lot of them are like ski lodges right yeah yeah you the take ones the
3: out west up. you literally take yeah. the lift and then you work down the hill yeah. dan was saying it's like a heck of a hike. pretty intense too yeah. yeah
2: so um 25 shots there's you know 3d targets of various size everything from what we shot like a uh,
3: groundhog gopher Some thing small. to like a moose and, and in theory
2: one arrow per target right is that kind oh. of yeah i mean yeah. it's it's very <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do right? yeah it, if anybody's ever done a golf scramble where it's you know like take a mulligan somebody shoots another ball kind of thing you can do that take another shot you can walk closer if you not, don't feel comfortable with the distance um pretty and, casual then yeah like it can fun. vary it can be
3: okay. as competitive or casual as you want it to be
2: very yeah, yeah the in the the competition side that we saw in our group is a father and son just trash talking each other trying to best each other mm. and they bet 10 bucks against Brayden each other Braden and I other. just yeah. trying to see if one of us can hit the target you guys didn't have to bet 10 bucks cuz mm. you're betting 10 bucks every time you shot one yep. i bet
3: 120
0: bucks
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know and then the the various courses they have with the, i think there was four three or four of them Something that they like had that. total and they're they're differing. There's one that's fairly like hunting type distance, yeah. forty yards and in, Which a little is what, easier.
3: Where Jacob and I should have yeah. hung out. That's yeah, you guys kind of ended up
2: shooting with the elites. Mm, yeah, this it went from like an average of forty yard shot to an average of sixty yard shot. Yeah, but so. he said you're shooting out <clears throat> to like one hundred five on something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blind shots. Yeah. You could see the head.
0: And you had to hit the body.
3: If you had binoculars, you could see the head, which if you didn't, you could not <laughs> Cause you see Because you didn't the know the you were head. shooting
2: 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So now we know what TAC is. Yeah. Um, other things about it, like really cool expo area, a bunch of brands hanging around. Yeah. Uh, you get to see products, buy products at discounts, huge uh, practice range that Bear, you know, was sponsoring and hosting and had stuff over there for you to shoot. Yeah, that's cool. Um, just honestly, like the people that were there – and this could vary by location, but the people were there that we talked to were just so laid back, so chill. Yeah, everybody's there to have fun. It, it was it was really cool. The the funniest thing was people there with their camo flex on. Oh my gosh, just <laughs> like <laughs> fully like they're walking into the woods on November first. Oh 1st. really? Oh like yeah. Hiding from like the long targets. sleeves, dude. Oh, yes, dude, dude. Yes. Why? Yes. And I don't know if it's like in their head they're prepping for season or no, conditioning no. or no, what. No, 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 no.
3: It is absolutely a flex. I talked to a couple guys about it, and it's just what you do. Like you wear your fancy stuff there to just show everybody you have it and I'm was wearing, it like, the
1: fancy brand or was yeah
3: it was yeah. like one guy they for example like... was wearing like at least eight hundred dollars in sitka gear oh. i mean and like long sleeve long that like, pants that's like and a it's pair like, of pants in sitka <laughs> that's what i'm saying though <laughs> yeah long pants long shirt and it was like 80 something degrees so like you know they're just doing it because yeah. like 300 400 backpacks everywhere I was like it was weird well, i mean i
0: get the backpack but like decked out in full camo
3: I mean, do you get the backpack though? Because there's I mean, the one guy that had a I mean, uh, like exterior that. frame, like you're about uh-huh. to pack out an like elk that he paid pack. probably like 800 bucks for.
0: That's a little much. I was just saying, buying a nice backpack, I get, but like having a framed backpack for tax seems a little excessive. Oh, yeah. me and maybe it's me. the only it's like, backpack is he going he owns. Back there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He could just have brought it for like everything, and he was just
2: packing all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it was, it was really, it was, it was cool. It was, Which it was on, whatever. very interesting. Yeah. We got um, these two goobers over here with their like mismatched arrows. Oh yeah. 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 Carrying Man. a lot of arrows. Saw <laughs> Especially you <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're selling them. <laughs> <laughs> I started, I started with 20 got your hot dogs. <laughs> come over here and get your arrows. Started with 21 arrows, came home with 14, um, uh, you, you came came That's not bad. That's with, actually better than I would have let's thought. Let's not talk about Came that. with nine, bought a dozen.
3: Yeah, I came with – I showed up with nine, and on the tack, official TAC pack list, it says twenty. bring 24. And I thought I'd be okay on the BRCC course maybe, like with – but we talked, and I was like, dude, I'm just going to have to buy a dozen no matter what we do because, like, shooting in the woods at these distances. And uh, let's just say I'm glad I did. Yeah. I lost I, – I did the math. I lost $120 worth of arrows out there. So.
0: It's just a – Cost of doing business, Braden. Yeah. I, I would do it again though, like without oh, question. For so, sure, dude. Uh but basically you guys were saying that you realized that Dan brought like six arrows, mm-hmm. uh and you yeah. brought like thirty.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like one or two of their arrows probably cost what like all twenty of mine cost. <laughs> That's dude. what was
0: interesting They're to me. Very cool. Um I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Jacob, because Braden and I were talking about how, like, these guys optimize for this type of event. They mm-hmm. optimize for shooting, and and you all are optimizing towards hunting. Did you pick up on that?
2: Yeah, and they were pointing it out. Like, you know, the one of the, the younger Isaac, Isaac Jr., is a bow tech, and his dad obviously has a bunch of experience with bows too, and so they were they were helping us as we're shooting out there. Like, hey, you know, anchor this way. Um And they were talking about the peep that I was using because it's the kind that has the rubber hose on it. Yeah. Yeah, Tubing. So when you pull it back, the tubing keeps it straight and in line and they don't use that kind. They just use the regular circle peep uh, because that rubber tubing can put pressure on the line at full draw that can affect the arrow flight at distance. And so, yeah, their, their bows are set up for those distant shots, but it not, it's not necessarily 3d target distance they take really long hunting Just, shots, yeah, too. They, yeah, Oh.
3: Yeah, they went yeah. out west, so the opportunities to take longer shots are there. Yeah. It's like in Indiana. <laughs> <So> in <laughs> Indiana, that's not really a 25 thing. yards, It's good.
2: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there were some things like that. I didn't notice anything on their bows, though. Like, they didn't have the really long stabilizers, uh, stabilizers and stuff.
3: Longer than, like, most hunting ones. Yeah. But not, they want, like, like, the, the competition. 30-inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, they did have some pretty sweet bows for sure they had like they, drop away rests yeah. and
3: things like that which people that hunt still use those
2: uh, yeah but. But yeah it was uh it was cool it was hu- it was a very humbling experience <laughs> we we so we start out on the course you take a shuttle from the base camp area uh it's like a 2 minute shuttle ride up to the beginning of the trail jump out of the van friday mornings really low key cuz there's not that many people there saturday's the busiest day so you know, we get up there and we're walking back, hiking back, take the first shot, shoot okay. Take you the sh- second shot. You shoot shot. okay? I did you
3: get, didn't you get like a ten or a twelve on the
2: first I, shot? Yeah, a ten on the first shot, which is very what is good. that? So then
3: like out
1: of what?
2: I, I it's heard, out of I a twelve you, uh, is a bull's technically a bullseye. Oh I, I heard you started remember. off taking notes and, and yeah. you stopped. No, he so, kept going. Oh you kept going. Painful. So we first shot ten which is, you know, the second ring. Mm-hmm. I was well, like, okay. What are those zeros? Are those errors? Shut Did you, you accidentally? <laughs> Shut up, man. <Matt. laughs> uh, and then the next, so we go to the next one, and I 12 it, and I'm like.
1: What? Uh, dude, I am like, dialed. This guy? I'm going
2: to own this thing. These two guys say they're pros. I'm about to work them up. And then it all went down. It. Oh, no. The wheels fell off.
0: Well, dude, I mean, getting comfortable at one range and then going out 20 and 40 yards further than you've ever shot is just, you. you guys were asking to get.
2: Well, and so you're, over. you're talking about air, your bow setup, both of us, when, when you're shooting a hundred yards, 90 yards, 80 yards, the fletchings on the arrow will hit the housing of your site. If you don't have it set up to shoot at that distance. So I literally scuffed the bottom of my housing with a, an arrow. There's like a white, white skid mark on it mm. because I don't know. I didn't think about that. I'd set my one single pin sight. Lined it up, shot it. Arrow comes out funky, and they're like, "You hit your housing," because I, I don't shoot that far. I've never had to move anything. Yeah. to Were make you even work.
0: close to any of these hundred yard shots?
2: Actually, I would have if the if the arrow did not strike the housing. I'm very confident I would have hit it because it went about three. You just mean hit target? Yeah, like hit foam. Yeah, because that was the blind shot. It was a mm. speed goat, 102 yards. You could see its head. And so you had to kind of guess where the body was based on where the head was. When, when you're
0: shooting, do they have signage? Because you all both said like very specific yardage. Are you ranging? or Because some of the stuff you can't range through, right? It's like brush and stuff. So does it tell you how far you're shooting? No, you no, range you just got to go for it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm curious. Um, anything else you want to talk about with TAC? Because I want to talk about how this translates to send a slam and how you guys are going to roll it forward.
2: Brayden hasn't really said much.
3: Oh, I mean. Your story is basically my story. I mean, it's kind of – the the hardest part for me, I guess, of tack was going in with, like, a three-pin sight and then not having, like, the tape on yeah. the side. So I have one – like, it's a slider um, pin, but I, I don't have the, the tape on the side to be able to go, like, that's a 74-yard shot. Like, mine was basically, like, move it in 20 or 10-yard increments. So I was Kentucky windaging – at 70 and 80 yards and had never in my life shot that far. And so it was overall, like, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but, like, hanging out with dudes like Dan Horgan and these guys that, like, are amazing, you know, archers and then just, like, absolutely shooting horribly. (laughs) Like, it's one of those things where you kind of just got to, like, have fun. You're You're not supposed to be good at this. You don't do this. Your expectation needs to be lower. And, like, so ended up having a great time. But, man. I uh, If I could encourage anyone going to TAC, I'd be like, humble yourself, go shoot a course that, like, is within range. You're still going to get challenged because it's, like, very technical. Everybody we talked to that was, like, good would go shoot, like, the course that's appropriate for them, and they would come back and say, wow, that was very technical. So you're shooting up and downhill a lot. You're shooting through a lot of limbs and doing things like that. So between my advice, trees. yeah, Between trees. There were multi- or there was one time, at least, where me and Jacob hit, like, trees on either side of the target where the <laughs> other guys, like, thread these needles, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. yeah. One don't thing get at too that big dis- for your britches.
0: One thing at that distance, like, my my reticle starts to just take over the whole target. And, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, that's what amazes me is that they can even see at that distance. Like, I don't think I'd be able to use my Garmin. Uh, I'd have to go back to my um, single pin to it's be able so to shoot. shoot. Yeah. Because it's not – well, it's not – meant to take down an animal at 100 yards, you know? But in range, like, when you're tight, like, it's really nice from, like, 60 and in. But yeah, Um you start getting that far out, and I'm always amazed at guys like Cody Rich who could shoot a squirrel running at 70 yards. You right. know, it's like, Dude, like, like I can't animals. even see the damn <laughs> With squirrel. With their bow? Yeah, Cody could probably hit, not running, I'm exaggerating, but, like, those guys can pack it. They could easily pop a squirrel at 60 or 70 yards. Like, yeah. I mean, Cody shoots all the time, and um I'm sure he could do that. Who are
1: we? The who are we talking to that was giving us that?
0: Um, Aaron Cougar, yes, yeah.
1: The cougar attacked shot, him, shot and a, like he just yeah. drew and
0: shot sh- a cougar on the run with a bow, yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, 10 or 12 this. yards or that's something. That's like true talent. Um, well, so, question, uh, you guys went for fun, but I mean, obviously, you're learning, um, about how to run one of these things. Uh, how. What's the Send It Slam setup going to be like, and how did that relate to what you all saw?
3: Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's going to be more tailored towards, like, people that hunt, I think, is, like, the biggest difference. Like, we might have the opportunity for people to, like, really stretch or stuff like that, but, like, setting it up to more challenge a hunter than challenge a long-distance shooter, um, yeah. I think, is one of the things that we're going to try to do um, in working on this course. Like, definitely going to have some, like, lanes for youth and trad bow and things like that where people can get up and like you know take those shots but it's more about like setting up fun shots that are either challenging or shots you wouldn't take on an animal that like you would feel like are probably a little unethical but it's just to like push yourself and see what you got you know hopefully i think ideally you, you lose a couple arrows you know it's not about going out there and hitting 20 bullseyes out of 25 it's it's you know pushing yourself and maybe somebody goes out and does that but well, um, and we're
0: gonna keep score on the more of an honor system, right? And then, yeah, and then you'll you'll. You will be able to get entered for a sweepstakes style drawing.
3: That's kind of how they do it too, honestly. It? So there was not like there's range people running around like um, like range officers or something making sure everybody's honest. It, I didn't see a single one. Nobody asked me what my score was. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan didn't keep score, and the two other guys with us that were like amazing archers. It was their very first time ever keeping score on a really? shoot, and they go to eight or nine out of out of ten every single year for the past twelve years. So. Um, it's just you know ours isn't going to be as challenging but like I think it's it's still going to be a challenge it'd be fun to keep score but it's more about just like you know competing with your immediate group and friends yeah. and things like that if you do want to compete and then I think we're going to set up like um, you know a couple shots where you know we do like we have somebody stationed there and it's like we're giving away you know a bag of coffee or you know a pair of boots or something you know where it's more of like we're sitting there watching and there's just one throughout the course that's random for you that's a tough shot yeah. and Things like that, so um, and then like uh, bear does the the truck giveaway, and which is like a hundred and eleven yard shot on an elk, um, like out in the woods, and they is
2: did it, you notice what was really tricky about that is that and most of you, if you've shot to understand like you're in bright daylight sun, yeah. and that elk is just inside the tree line, yeah. and so there's that weird mm. change of lighting too that makes it really hard to see, yeah, it was a hard
3: shot. So that's one where it's kind of like a raffle, where like if you hit the shot, then you get entered, and then everyone that hits the shot around the country um, at the different tacks gets entered to win this truck. Um, that's cool. So we're we're trying to think of something fun like that. That's like a really great prize, not a truck, but that you know we could maybe do a Garmin one Zero shot. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah there's gonna be there will be a, a big prize for that one. Yep.
2: And then there will be other shots along the course too, where our partners are. Throwing, they're sponsoring the shot. They're throwing in a prize, and everybody that hits a bullseye on that shot for the day will be entered into to win what That's the good. the prizes they're giving away. So, twenty five shots to start out. We may we got to talk to our guy over there and see if there's because he has the ability to do like three full courses. There's yeah. tons of room th- over there. I think
0: the the key thing we have to keep in mind is when the last one start yeah we want to get them through it so that they have time to get back over for the festival that's
3: another thing so it took us four hours for five people to get through 25 targets attack which is about right um dan was saying about like a minute per person per per shot um so you know it i think the difference with us is going to be it's not going to be as much of a like walking hike challenge, hike. hiking yeah. challenge. Where yeah. like there were this times where we were like going up, you I know, I mean you guys are steep stuff right yeah. at the edge of the smokies. It was probably mm-hmm. a lot of elevation. Well
2: and mm-hmm. it's it's not cut trails. Yeah. Like this this land is not normally used for this. So they're you know, you're traversing just through yeah four foot tall poison ivy yeah. and crap oh, too. It feels wow. like it
3: feels like you're hunting. You know? It wasn't yeah. like,
1: like a golf course. No,
2: no, no, no. So what this area has trails, mm-hmm. but they didn't just follow the trail and make shots. They That's like cool. made you weave through and they do that because of the safety element of it. Mm-hmm. They want you to get your, take your shot, go down, pull your arrow and then get the heck out of the way mm-hmm. instead of walking back up. Cause then people have to wait on you. Right. And so they had to cut this whole, whole course. That's was wow. cool. And when I say cut, I just mean
3: literally Plan walk like through, <laughs> take orange tape and put it on a tree yeah. so you know where to go. Yeah. So it was neat. Anything else on, on tag? I could talk all day, man. Dude, man.
2: It, it makes me excited to go do another one. Yeah, to see guys come and shoot, send it, slam, and have some fun out there.
3: I'll say that going and doing it. Uh, I shot last night when I got home. I was just in my backyard. Hopefully, my HOA isn't listening. Uh, and I shot. <laughs> <laughs> I send all these to you. Right? I <laughs> know. I know. So my target has five circles, like uh like a dice, like a die cube or whatever. And in five shots. Like, back to back to back, I hit the target I was aiming for. And I was like, oh, that's why they say go shoot distance. Yeah, it tightens um, you up. It really did. Yeah, mm. and just a couple of the pointers that Isaac uh, Sr. was telling me about, like, immediately made changes for me. Yeah, so. that, and
2: those distances amplify every little bit of error. And mm-hmm. so, like, us, we went and shot a 3D course a couple weeks before we went to attack. I felt really good yeah, about I how did. I did that day. Yeah. But it was because it was, like, shorter distances. It was a hunter, of course. And there's so many things within my, my draw cycle and everything that I need to tweak now that I didn't know about because yeah. I didn't need to. So. Yeah. Shooting with other people's good because they can watch you. It's
0: like World. you don't yeah. know when you're um, – you know, I've, I've shot with Derek a little bit. I've shot with you. And it's anytime anybody's watching you, it's helpful. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. Especially world-class archers. That, that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: People killing animals at 100 yards. So I wanted to – Just give a send it slam update because people keep asking me questions about it. Um, We all the talents booked. Uh, We may end up adding one cover artist for the lunchtime session. Um, We these guys are working on the archery section. There'll be a ton of stuff to do over there. You'll have like some competitive shots you can do. Uh, We'll have some people helping with that. It's going to be at the I can never remember the name. Always call it the farm shooting sporting club at the farm. Yeah, sporting club at the farm in Indiana. And so the morning starts off there if you're not into archery though you don't have to do that but if you're into it it's just like you guys did you get your own knock time uh you're gonna go out you can take up to like four or five people with you you'll go through the course <clears throat> and then over on that's in indiana which is further than it sounds from louisville it's literally like a 10 minute drive from where the concert is and then at the concert side which is where eric and i'll be working in the morning <laughs> setting everything up getting everything rolling We're going to have food trucks coming in uh, for lunch. We're going to have two breweries set up. So uh, West 6 is a great Kentucky brewery that has pretty wide distribution in this region now. And then there's Country Boy, uh, which is a group that I've met probably 10 years ago when they started the brewery, started in Lexington, hunters themselves. They work a lot with Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, trying to give back. And uh, we really like those guys. So they're they're both going to be set up. We're going to have, uh, the Boy Scouts are going to be there teaching kids marksmanship, so you can come and your kids can learn to shoot a BB gun on the waterfront, which is pretty cool. And then there's also archery training on the the Louisville side, so the kids can come in. Aaron Crooks is going to teach them how to shoot archery from Raise My Doors. And then, you know, we've got a ton of brands that are signed up. Who all do we have committed so far?
2: Uh, Clayton and Croom. Um, Tell people who that is. So, Clayton and Croom is a local leather working company. They make, you know, like pretty sweet leather coasters type stuff um all kinds of different leather accessories and they're gonna have
0: that stuff there that you can kind of check
2: out handmade here in louisville right? yep yeah, yep uh kentucky fish and wildlife will be there they'll be talking about you know all the great opportunities they have here in the state especially be hyping up that elk draw mm-hmm. i'm assuming um then there's going to be a couple archery brands that'll be there um and try
0: we've got a uh, one of my buddies' companies, Bit Springs yep. Beard Co. Like beard Wolf uh, company. Yeah, it's, he's got like this really cool. It's actually a really great product. I bought some. Uh, but we got like local brands like that. It's not just outdoor brands. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be roughly twenty of those. That anybody else we want to call it? I don't think we can say some of them yet because they have yeah some of them on. papers not inked. So yeah. I, I am hopeful that the next time we record this, we'll have a big announcement. Uh, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a big brand we're talking to. We got a verbal. We're waiting to see if they show up. Um, liquid death. The water company is going to be the, the official water. Of, I don't think I'm supposed to say official. They're going to be the water. They're, we'll have their water. People their will water. be drinking. <laughs> People death. will be drinking liquid death when you're thirsty. Um, <laughs> but the uh, it's all coming together, man. It's going to be so good. I'm, I'm just like so pumped about the quality of the event that we have. Like we, we, have made sure that this is going to feel legit. The stage that we booked was a, oh a step up, you know, it was not <laughs> just like throw up a tent level of of what you might see at an outdoor farm. Like this is a legit stage. Legit stage. We got uh there's three three full bands that are going to be amazing um with cole Cheney. Uh it was really cool. I spoke at that thing last week. Uh that was one of the other th- last week was so busy. Um we had our own playlist from Senate slam playing at the event. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's Col. Cheney, It's Abby Hamilton, Dave Shoemaker, Dalton Mills, Justin Wells. And that, that ended because eventually they, they left with the speakers and like, of course our team was hanging out still, still drinking and talking to people. Uh, like, like a lot of them were us still, but, uh, I was sitting there talking to a few other people, a couple of investors, people that just came out and I'm like, is that still our playlist? And then I was like, no. Uh, but Cole Chaney was playing at Ten Twenty Brewery last he's week. Big. He's He's blowing up. He's added like forty percent of his uh, Spotify monthly listeners since we since we booked him. It's basic.
1: Um, you're welcome, Cole. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> I know, I know it's because of us, right? Uh, but but uh I'm I'm telling people they're going to. Um, Thoroughly enjoy seeing Cole perform. Uh, he he is just a killer songwriter. Blake actually saw him the other day perform, and he's got new music that he's he's playing right now, and it's apparently killer. Um, so the event itself is going to be awesome. If people are in town uh, for the weekend, which is what I'm really encouraging people to do, Louisville's such a fun. Week in town. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done it before, um, if you have kids and you want kids stuff to do, we have that on the dot There's things mm-hmm. to do, to things to check into. So check that out. If you just want to come down and do the adult thing, which is what a lot of people do in Louisville, where you go and hit up the bourbon distilleries and you hit up the breweries and um, the distilleries that are downtown, like you can get into the brown water. I think, I think only it's real ninety seven percent or something, right? <laughs> yeah, right. real yeah. bourbon. Yeah, like get that but get that Montana stuff out of here.
1: Yeah, the um, all the
0: Montana guys are mad at me. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: you the event will start at noon though so like if you want to wake up and come down and like i'm gonna call it the vendor village because i heard one of you guys earlier um the vendor village the food the fear Music I mean, on, the front, yeah, it's yeah. on, on the waterfront.
0: Yeah, it's a great spot on the
1: river, and it's beautiful. It's shaded. You can find like little area in a shade tree if you want to. There's picnic tables. There's like, a walking bridge.
3: Like it's legit. Something me and my wife can do on a regular basis mm-hmm. without Send It Slam. It's just like oh yeah, we go to the waterfront. Go down to the waterfront every five or six weeks. Itself um, is like kind of an attraction. You can
0: actually walk over across the river to the Indiana side. There's a brewery the sunny over there. Sunny side baby. No. Uh, mm-hmm. they they charge you to get yep. over there when when they, you drive. Uh, so <laughs> that's not true. No, there's
1: huh? multiple free... I take the free bridge. You think I'm this paying to come here bridge. every day,
0: bro? Uh, uh, so, the, do you really get off and go through the second street bridge well, every day? No, we go through no, sh- Sherman Mitten. Sec- yeah. Oh. Yeah, Sherman. Oh, New oh right, right. Right, okay. So...
1: He walks. He actually parks and then no, walks. No, I didn't over mean the, the
0: walking, walking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the Second Street Bridge is <laughs> that you drive across. I'd be in the a lot better bridge. shape uh, if I did that. he
1: kayaks over though. Well, <laughs> I
0: do know people that go like way out of their way to hit the Second Street Bridge. That's why I was asking like when you're coming through downtown. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, my time is worth more than yeah. stopping yeah, like, right now. To the gas is too. Yeah, <laughs> right. The four dollars you're going to spend yeah. sitting downtown traffic. Yeah. Um, so uh, there is a ton of stuff to do though, and and uh, we have a list of our favorite restaurants on that link, and yeah. I highly recommend those. If you don't know. Louisville is one of the best food cities in the country. Mm-hmm. And I am not saying that cause I live here. We travel a ton, we travel and we'll hit up places that people tell you about. And you're like, it's it is pretty down. good. It's a letdown. Yeah. I hate to say it, but like, you know, and, and like getting an old fashioned somewhere else, I've just learned not to do it. Cause unless you're in like a New York or a place that is a like Chicago, yeah. these culinary cities, I will not order uh old fashions. Cause you're going to get the best one you've ever had in your life here in Louisville. So
2: the, uh, if you are a bourbon fan, this is the city to come to yes. to try bourbons you've never seen before, possibly find them in stores that you can't ever find. Yep. Uh, that does exist here. And also if you're just a sports fan, we have the
0: Louisville slugger museum and factory here. Eric and I used to work on that account and mm-hmm. it is a super fun tour. You can go in and you can do these VIP tours where you can see these bats by these, you know, these absolute legends, but yeah. seeing how that got started is really cool. Um, Churchill, I, Tr- Churchill Downs is here and you know, you can go in and see where the Kentucky Derby takes place. The museum is actually really cool. I don't know. You guys have probably never done the museum cause right. we're locals, but, um, <laughs> They were an account of mine for a while and I worked on their website when we launched it and got to go down there and see and now they've got that full 360 experience there's like a oh, race cool. that runs on the top so the there's zoo we have the a zoo really great zoo here it is an awesome place like if if you can't find stuff to do here for the weekend with your family I don't know what to tell you. Like it, it is an awesome weekend trip. So Guaranteed and it's sim- fun. And it's affordable. <laughs> it, it's affordable compared to like yeah. a Chicago or like these big oh, yeah. vacations like in Orlando or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, it's it's a very affordable trip. So I I can't hype it up enough. Tickets are actually really affordable. They're 30 bucks for the whole freaking festival or you can do a VIP for 50 or the the archery is like what in the 75 75, 75 range shooting the concert. Oh. Your Call VIP is going to get you access to the VIP tent. So you'll have an area to get out of the sun, get away from everything. We're working on having a private bar in there that is still cash, but at least you'll be able to skip the lines and go to that. Uh, There'll be a VIP area that's roped off that only VIP can set up. There's not like reserved seating in this area, but it's at least a part in front of the stage where you'll be able to get to. Um, VIP will get a show poster Um, So guaranteed a show poster from the event that'll be designed by Donovan Sears here. Uh, There's a couple other things that are listed and I can't think of them off the top of my head, but essentially free handshakes from Brad. Uh, hugs i'm giving out free hugs Whoa. Um, free hugs yeah, hey, here yeah. We so it hugs will be in, it in july sweaty hugs <laughs> yes, yes. i uh, it awkward yes so
3: um, <laughs> creepy send, yes. send it <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the whole reason he's putting on the event he just wants to hug people 35 dollars for a hug from Brad <laughs> To late nights with brad
2: where you get free hugs <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious to see who jumps in the river like that's my. yeah oh, well, gosh. don't 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 talk about it.
0: that the insurance people won't like that uh, <laughs> you, you guys do, if you do that you're not on my event you we'll go put go. the river in the policy the river we'll is the, the river <laughs> the, the river is not part of our footprint but it is right there um so that's SendItSlam, SendItSlam.com. I wanted to, real quick, uh, I saved this for the end because I, I expect that the OGs that listen to this podcast and the Hardcore Go Out people are still here with us. Um, this is more of like a PSA. So back in April, we had this viral moment where Go Out popped, and it went nuts, and a lot of the people coming in were young. And they're kids. Uh, they, they realized they could get free stuff, work in the reward system, and they, they were doing that for a bit. We cracked down on that. Chris Gleim, my co-founder, executed some things that have helped us police that. One of the biggest help has been from uh, guys like Brian Long and Jim Jim Litwin, who are reporting um, these these guys that are hacking the system. And we mm-hmm. we figured it out. And there's some things coming down the road that are going to help be more fair for everybody that's been in Go Wild for a long time and has worked up to build their score the right way and the fair way. Um, so I just want to say, uh, a lot of people are messaging me and asking like, what do I do about this? A lot of people are asking, like, or telling me about accounts and that's f- fine. Like in theory, it seems like you're doing the best thing, but I want to say that the absolute best thing to do is to go to that profile and to rec- report the account from there. Just tell us what is going on. If they're stealing, you know, uh, images from Google and post them as their own trophies, let us know um we've got a lot of protocols built into place where we're catching that stuff like within seconds after it's live anyways Mm -hmm. but if you guys want to help reporting the post or the profile is hands down the best way to do it because that sends it into a system where it's not just me it's the whole team that sees it and it is handled within seconds i mean it's like maybe minutes uh after it gets reported um so i just want to say thank you to everybody that's helping with that please handle this the way i'm asking you to with the reporting because it's you know we're getting to a point on the growth side where um, I, I'm getting, you know, people are asking about their orders. People, It's like the customer service element of my direct messages has kind of become <laughs> overwhelming. So in order to try to cut back on those and to be more efficient on, um, you know, handling this the reward situation, please do it that way. Uh, we are working on uh, some new reward, like a lot of discussion around ways we can make rewards better. I think everybody's going to be really happy with that long term, but um, just a PSA for me to help try to manage this a little bit better that'd mm-hmm. be great so we have Erica Johnson uh Brayden Ware Jacob Kentucky Waterfall Knight here uh, I feel like I almost need a new nickname for you with that mustache how long are you going to keep that uh it'll be gone tomorrow okay no. I'm uh I'm Brad Luttrell and thanks for listening see
1: you.